believe it or not. Hi, I'm Philip Lumel. Welcome to No Uncertain Terms, the official podcast of the Turn Limits Movement for the week of August 10th, 2020. Your sanctuary from partisan politics. The attraction of power drives careerist politicians to absurd lengths. Today, we'll share a couple of tournament stories from Palm Beach, Florida, and Arlington, Texas, that will leave you scratching your head. Joining me is U.S. Tournament's Executive Director, Nick Tombalides. Hey, Nick. Hey, I don't know where to start with this story about Palm Beach County, Florida. Um, first, this is where I live. Second, I wrote the Palm Beach County Commission Tournament's Law, and I was the leader of the initiative campaign that put the measure on the ballot, and it was overwhelmingly approved by voters in 2002. All right. Now, 18 years later, tournaments is probably the biggest issue in a campaign between the two candidates running for an open county commission seat on the north end of the county, and the seat was opened up by tournaments. All right? This all sounds great to me. But here's the crazy thing. Both candidates, former county commissioner Karen Marcus and Palm Beach Gardens Mayor Maria Marino, both have terrible records on the issue of tournaments. Both have actively opposed tournaments in the past in their respective political positions. And yet, both of them have somehow positioned themselves as supporting the tournaments. And this is the number one issue in this race. How did this happen? Well, um, (laughs) I, for one, am shocked to learn that politicians are not being truthful with the public. It is very surprising. You You can't trust anyone anymore. Both these candidates are terrible. I was not living in Florida when Karen Marcus um, spent 28 years on the county commission, and she fought tooth and nail against term limits, but now she's running for eight more years. I would say for her, it's more of a personal thing. She needs help. She is a junkie. She is addicted to political power. She needs to join Politicians Anonymous and maybe start a 12-step program to beat this habit. But... As bad as she is, I will give her this. She eventually accepted the will of the people. She argued against it, but once it passed, she accepted it, and she didn't try to undermine the voters too much. She didn't try to create fake elections, harass people, or try to get out from under her own term limits. But we cannot say the same about Maria Marino. No, we can't. And before we jump into that, I just want to make this contrast a little bit sharper. You're right about what you're saying. Although I really want to point out, because I was around, when we were trying to get the County Commission Tournaments Bill passed back in 2002, Karen Marcus was opposed to us and wrote an editorial, or wrote a letter to the editor of the Palm Beach Post urging voters to reject it. Then, when they went into effect, both her and another member of the commission decided that they were going to run again, contrary to the eight-year tournaments law. Okay? Now, she ended up not doing so. And the reason why she didn't is because... An appellate court and then the Supreme Court of Florida came out and said clearly, unanimously actually, that county tournaments laws are indeed constitutional. So she gave that up. But you can see that she sort of fought this tooth and nail from all the way. Now, under the eight-year tournaments law here, you can sit out a term and run again, and that's what she's doing in compliance with the law. So you are correct. Okay. Okay. Listen, yes. listen. I will okay. see your Karen Marcus corruption. And I will, I will raise you some Maria Marino corruption because Maria Marino, in my opinion, is in a class all her own when it comes to this. And I will tell you why. Look, let's go from start to finish. As mayor, she saw 80% of the people in her city vote for term limits. So what did she do? Two years later, 
She creates a phony charter review committee. All friends. Oh, and, the old independent commission scam. And we've seen that before, and we'll talk about that again on this podcast. All well, friends and cronies to give herself a cover for gutting term limits. She jams through two fake ballot questions almost immediately after term limits passed to try to fool the voters into repealing it. And then she disenfranchised voters by putting that scam on a low turnout March ballot. We took her to court. The people of Palm Beach Gardens took her to court. And we won. Maria Marino got denounced by a judge, circuit judge. She wastes $60,000 in taxpayer funds on political consultants, robocalls, emails, and mailers to try to pass her anti-term limit scam. And in the process of doing all that, she became one of the most anti-term limit politicians in America. And she lost. She lost. She was repudiated by the voters twice. Look, I even went to Palm Beach Gardens. I gave Maria Marino the prestigious Golden Toilet Award. Yes, that's right. We named Palm Beach Gardens the most corrupt city in Florida. She even called the police on me. Me. I'm a harmless little fuzzball. And Maria Marino called the police on me. That is beyond the pale. And now she is running on term limits, claiming to be Mrs. Term Limits, that should win a gold medal for irony and hypocrisy. Okay, this is going to take a little bit of explaining. How is it that Maria Marino, former mayor of Palm Beach Gardens, has done all the things, as you said, quite accurately, is running somehow on term limits? And let's go back to Karen Marcus a bit, and it'll help explain why. According to the Palm Beach County Term Limits Law, you can be in there for eight years, sit out a term, and go back. So she waited two terms, now has decided to run again, okay? Now, people close to Maria Marino, I guess she's sort of saying it wasn't really her, but it's friends of hers that support her campaign, uh, came out and said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Karen Marcus is not allowed to run again. We have eight-year term limits in this county. So they went to court trying to say that Karen Marcus has already served eight years and can't run again. And the craziest thing ever is I got called up because I wrote the law. I was asked to write an affidavit for the court to explain what the intent of the law was and et cetera. So naturally, I had to support Karen Marcus's position that, yes, she can run again. So this sort of put Karen Marcus in the position of being the one that was running in support of the Palm Beach County Tournament's law. She's abiding by it. Well, yeah, she is. So an ad started running. In fact, we're going to listen to it right now. President Trump is draining the Washington swamp of career politicians like Karen Marcus. Karen Marcus has been cashing taxpayer-funded paychecks since 1974. With Marcus, we got higher property sales and gas taxes. So voters passed term limits to stop greedy politicians like Marcus. But Marcus defiantly held office for 10 more years. Now Karen Marcus wants even more. Support term limits. Tell career politician Karen Marcus enough. All right, this ad was sent out by a group called Taxpayers for Term Limits that are close to Maria Marino. And as you can see, it sort of makes it sound like Karen Marcus is the anti-term limit candidate, whereas Maria Marino, whose crimes you just laid out, is a pro-term limits candidate, although it doesn't say that. So this is how this became the number one issue in this Palm Beach County Commission race. Term limits against with these two candidates, <laughs> uh, you know, and we're supposed to be we're we're supposed to be living in a republic here. Some people call it democracy or a democratic republic. 
Um, but it, it kind of sounds like a rival between two queens. It's like Maria Marino is kind of like Elizabeth I, and um, Karen Marcus is like Mary Queen of Scots. It's like a legendary rival between two queens, two monarchs with so much political power in Palm Beach County. It, it really is crazy. And I'll tell you how, how deep the uh, tentacles of this have gone. I got a call from my dad the other day who also um, has the misfortune of living in Palm Beach County like you. And um, my dad called me and he said, hey, I just uh, heard your ad on the radio. I said, what do you mean you heard my ad on the radio? I don't have an ad on the radio. What are you talking about, Dad? He's like, oh, no, the ad about term limits uh, going after Karen Marcus. I loved it. I'm like, no, we don't have anything. So not only is Maria Marino one of the most anti-term limit politicians in history, not only is she exploiting this issue, uh, trying to capitalize on it to sneak her way into a county commission seat like a little weasel, but she's also basically impersonating U.S. term limits in all of this. She's pretending to be a term limits group, or at least her supporters are, her surrogates are. She's, she's of course, got her hands clean, but the people who support her, uh, her inner circle have formed this fake group. And when you go on their website, they've got stories that U.S. term limits has published. They've republished our stuff. They're masquerading as an authentic term limits organization, even though they have just been created for the purpose of elevating Maria Marino into power as a commissioner in Palm Beach County. Right. It's crazy. I know a couple of people that are tied in with this um, organization writing this ad, by the way, and they are genuine term limit supporters. So that's what makes it even more complicated. And so I wonder what these candidates are actually saying to these supporters on both sides. You know what I mean? And it's funny, too, because neither of these candidates are coming out and directly lying. Like, for instance, that ad doesn't actually come out and say that Karen Marcus is breaking the term of this law. It makes it sound like it, she's breaking the spirit of the law, which is sort of true. But she's a 28-year incumbent. But by implication, it makes it sound like her opponent is pro-tournaments, but doesn't actually say that, right? And so it's really complicated and odd. Oh, and also the, by the fact that Karen Marcus came out and, su and supported this law and actually went to court to nail down the law and is going to comply with it also makes it sound like she's a pro-tournaments. And I know a lot of her, people that are supporting her are very much pro-tournaments. In fact, some of the best pro-tournaments people in this county that are really active on these things are supporting Karen Marcus. So there's good tournaments people on both sides of this tournament explosion. It's just that the candidates that actually are in the race are both terrible on the issue. There's very good people on both sides of this, okay? Very good people on both sides. Okay, maybe there are some decent people on good sides, but no matter what happens, the voters are going to get screwed because both of these politicians are horrible and phony. Uh, they don't stand for anything. You know, they're both willing to weaponize term limits depending on how it best serves their own self-interest. You know, they were for it before they were against it, before they were for it. Um, well, that's right. Let me dial back my hyperbole then. This is really just an election like any other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, this is Scott Tillman, the National Field Director with U.S. Term Limits. The end of the primaries is here. The first two weeks of August will have 11 state primaries, and after that, only seven states remain. Over 300 congressional candidates have signed the U.S. Term Limits Pledge to co-sponsor and vote for the U.S. Term Limits Amendment of three House terms and two Senate terms and no longer limit. Over 60 of those candidates are in states with primaries in the first two weeks of August. And because there are two ways to amend the Constitution, we have a pledge for state legislators also. Over 1,100 state legislative candidates have put their commitment to term limits in Congress in writing by signing this pledge. I pledge that as a member of the state legislature, I will co-sponsor, vote for, and defend 
the resolution applying for an Article 5 convention for the sole purpose of enacting term limits on Congress. Over 200 of these candidates are in states with primaries the first two weeks of August. You can find the names of these candidates on our websites, termlimits.com, and you can contact candidates in your area and ask them to sign these term limit pledges. Like our page on Facebook, and there you'll find instructions on getting the pledge to candidates in your area. Help the movement by taking action to help us term limit Congress. Term Limits activist Zach Maxwell is a founder of the Arlington Voice, a daily digital news publication in Arlington, Texas. Maxwell and other local activists collected the signatures necessary to put a six-year city council term limits initiative on the ballot, and Arlington voters approved the measure in 2018. That should be the end of the story, a happy ending. But the Arlington establishment has fought Maxwell and his team from day one, and they aren't done. For the latest, let's turn to the man himself, Zach Maxwell, on the phone from Arlington, Texas. How you doing, Zach? I know that you and a bunch of fellow activists there in Arlington, Texas, collected the signatures necessary to put a six-year uh, city council term limits measure on the ballot. And although that they tried to stop you, <laughs> it won, of course. But at every single turn, they tried to stop you. They tried to block you from even collecting signatures. They tried to stop your measure from getting certified for the ballot. They tried to come up with an alternative measure to put on the ballot against you, to cause confusion at the ballot box. And then even after it passed in 2018, right, they sued and tried to argue that the voters made a mistake and didn't know what they're doing. And that was such a frivolous lawsuit, and it got thrown out also. So certainly the story's over, right? Oh, it's never over in Arlington. (laughs) So what's going on now? So first of all, I do want to point out that the lawsuit uh, that you referenced there at the end is actually still going on. Oh, no kidding. In that particular case, it got tossed out of the county court, the district court there. Uh, He appealed it, got tossed out of the appeals court, and now he's appealed it up to the state Supreme Court. So that's where it sits now, and we're just waiting at this point for a hearing to be uh, granted on the matter. But uh, that's actually still ongoing that is still something that is costing taxpayers. By this point, I mean, it's almost two years later. It's got to right. be climbing above seven figures in legal oh, fees by now. That's crazy. Now, this is the case where they're saying that after it passed, they're saying the voters didn't know what they were doing. Yes. Oh, that's and too much. This, and this is the donor to the mayor, by the way, the guy who, who donates to the mayor's campaign, who aggressively campaigned against the term limits, even signed his name on one of their big mailers, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, had the audacity to go into a courtroom after the fact and claim, well, I signed the petition, but I didn't know what I was what I was signing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the rest is history there. But, yeah, now we're dealing with, um, as, as you've obviously seen there, uh, mm-hmm. we're dealing with the, the committee. You know, the the uh, council is going to going to come up with a, quote, citizen committee. Oh, of uh, course. To, to look at the issue, uh, and, and of course they stack that committee up with you know overwhelming majority of the committee were people that were against term limits. And for your audience, by the way, just so it's it's clear, term limits passed with sixty two and a half percent of the vote. Oh sure, so it, love it. It, it was not even like a slim margin, right? And so we're dealing with the committee now, as you've seen, and and really the committee's actually over. So the committee rushed through. A two-week process. They forced 
four meetings within about two and a half weeks. Okay. Um, and they brought the quote citizens uh, together to talk about the issue, and, and of course, over half that committee was was you know people that are donors to the to the city council and good old right. boys and ingratiating. Right. Oh well, we just don't like these term limits. Okay, two questions. One is, uh, I'm sure they called this a independent citizens committee of some kind. I know they love the word independent because we at U.S. Journalists, we know this scam. Every town that tries to battle this does this because the commissioners themselves or the council members themselves don't want to admit that they're going against the will of the people. They always try to get some independent committee of people that are have studied the issue and determined that these, these are not a good idea, right? Exactly. That's what's going on here, right? Okay. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Ah, oldest scam in the book. Um, secondly, they're rushing because why? They want to get something on the ballot? We've been informed uh, mm-hmm. by some insiders that the, the they're trying to push it onto the November ballot. Right. That would explain the rush. But here's the caveat to that, right? Here's where mm-hmm. it's beneficial to us, is that our state constitution prohibits changing a city charter more than once every two years. And that two years is designated by the the, the date of the election. We did the math on it, and basically for them to vote on this in November would put them about three days shy of the two-year window. This is the mayor being a, a weak, ineffective, unwilling to admit that he wants to change the term limits. Right. And, uh, and it's you funny, know? too, that they'll, they'll, they talk about the importance of democracy. When they tried to stop you from collecting signatures, they tried to get the measure that was put on the ballot from the citizens from getting certified. They tried to sue you off the ballot. They, you know, they took every anti-democratic step possible to stop this very democratic process. And then after the process goes through to fruition and the voters have their say, they want to overturn it. And they're claiming to be the champions of democracy. The arrogance and the just absurdity of that. And another thing that really takes the cake in all this is that the city council actually held a special vote to keep me off of the committee. So in the 10 years (laughs) that I've been involved in city government, I have never in my life seen our city council have a special vote to keep somebody off of like planning and zoning or whatever board. But they had an opportunity to let me have a spot on the committee. I had put in an application. Of course. uh, And and I had a – they had a special little, you know, let's dump on Zach for a good 10 minutes here in this meeting and talk about why he's such a terrible person. And uh, that's what it amounted to. It was, you know, this guy's (laughs) a terrible person, and we don't want him on the committee. The committee is open to all opinions except for Zach Maxwell's opinion. And Zach Maxwell's opinion, by the way, is probably the most informed on the subject of just about anyone in the city of Arlington since you've battled this issue for so long. I mean, you are exactly. the person to have on that committee. I'm the person. That's just it, is, is that I, the only reason the committee exists is because I was the one that spearheaded the, the term limits movement That's originally. Right. That's right. Is this council that you're battling the same council that uh, was in place that was battling you during the campaign? Or is it all new people? No, it's not all new people. So the way that our uh, term limits work is that they don't go into effect until you come up for an election again. That's how we avoided the, the unconstitutional argument, right? Because if, if we kicked them all off immediately, then they could have definitely made the argument that it was a, a retroactive law. But in this case, moving ahead, we said, okay, we'll let you finish out your term. So we actually termed out two 
back in uh, 2019, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to turn out another three this year, but the pandemic happened, and our governor said, oh, we'll let all the cities move their elections to November. Right. So two of those members who should have already been out of office were the two members that basically made the statement, we want to keep Zach Maxwell off. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. In some ways, the story in Arlington is typical, but in some ways, it's just over the top. I mean, I see many cities do these same tactics, but your city has pulled out every single scam that we know of in order to defeat you, and they still haven't done it. And you know what? They're not going to. (laughs) That's what's so funny about it. I actually told them before. I've been like, you know, you're not going to beat me, right? And and here's the reality. It's not, you know, it's not just a pure cockiness on my part. The reality is is that I know that I'm on the right side of this issue. Right. And and there is a right and wrong side of this issue. The right side being you respect the vote, that Mm -hmm. the voters are, are going to be overwhelmingly furious. And they're already finding it out now. I mean, the voters that are finding out that this council has put this committee together and is about to put another term. I mean, they are furious. Right. And they're wanting to know, why is this happening? Why does our vote, do, do, do our votes not matter anymore? Right. You know, so we're, we're, we feel very good that uh, at the end of the day, we're on the right side of the issue. And if you're on the right side of that issue, you've got nothing to worry about. That's it for another episode of No Uncertain Terms. Before we go, U.S. Turn Limits wants to pay our respects to a man who played an important role in getting county commission turn limits on the ballot in Palm Beach County back in 2001-2002. Activist and friend Bill Sadler left us on August 5th. For our action item this week, we would ask you to consider making a financial contribution to U.S. Term Limits. To do so, go to turnlimits.com donate. U.S. Journalists does not receive institutional money. No PACs, no parties, no corporations, no labor unions, no lobbyists. We're funded solely by individuals, by people we call angels and activists. No amount is too large too small. With an issue supported by more than 80% of America, our success is solely based on what kind of effort we're willing to make. Please help. That's turnlimits.com slash donate. Thank you. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review. The No Uncertain Terms podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and now Google Play. USTL. Yeah. Every every ballot decision is which guy is the less stinky pile of crap. There is no I don't want a pile of crap option. It's which pile of crap stinks less. That's that's the choice you have.